Well, Jerry, uh, in this uh, episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the virgin birth. Um, and just coming out of the Christmas season, this is uh, this is something that's definitely on, on my mind with all the, the Christmas carols talking about the virgin birth. So when, when we as Christians talk about the virgin birth, what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, the practical application of the statement in the Gospel of John in chapter 1 where it says, and the word became flesh. And the virgin birth is the manner by which the word became flesh. It's the practical uh, result of the statement in the Gospel of John. Uh, We're talking about the fact that Jesus, who really existed from all eternity as God the Son, took on flesh. And the way that happened was he was born of a human mother but had a divine father. He did not have a human father. And so his mother had not had sexual intercourse with a man, and he was born by virtue of the Holy Spirit coming mm-hmm. upon Mary, as everybody knows. Uh, but Mary was sexually chaste. She mm-hmm. wasn't chaste. She, wasn't, she hadn't had sexual intercourse. So she was, in the literal sense, a virgin. Uh, and when she gave birth to the Word... And named him Jesus. Can you imagine her trying to say, "No, really, this is how it happened." You know, to yeah. all her friends and just the faith of Joseph. To now, he did get an angelic visitation, but that's a, that takes a lot of faith to believe that you're the first person in all of creation to ever give birth this way. Yeah, you'll notice that um, Matthew and Luke deal with the actual virgin birth whereas John simply makes the statement the word became flesh and mm. dwelt among us uh, and then Luke and Matthew explain how that happened how it happened yeah it's quite interesting the way those gospels uh, click with each other now one of the things I've heard before is that you know uh, there's this Isaiah passage where it talks about you know a virgin will conceive and bear mm-hmm. a son and and then there's some conversation you know is Isaiah really saying that like like if you were a Jew listening to Isaiah's prophecy would mm-hmm. you have thought wow the Messiah is going to be be God in the flesh or what would you have thought you know listening to that Isaiah prophecy because they were looking for a Messiah mm-hmm. But, but were they looking for a virgin mother? I'm not sure that they were. Um, I do know that the, um, the a number of rabbis down through the centuries were actually pretty uh, pretty sharp in terms of understanding uh, some of the prophetic words uh, that God gave through the prophets. Uh, you know. Critics uh, object to the virgin birth in Isaiah 7, Mm -hmm. saying, well, virgin uh, didn't necessarily mean a woman who hadn't had sexual intercourse. In the Hebrew, it could apply to young women. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any young woman, whether she was uh, sexually pure or not. Hmm. Of course, the problem with that argument is that most young women, most babies are born to young women. So if virgin merely refers to a young woman... How special is that? Yeah, for how's that a sign? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Isaiah says there, this is a sign. A sign to you. Uh, and it, it should be somewhat obvious, I would think, to a Jew, let's say, living in Isaiah's time or afterwards, that 
a virgin birth being a sign would indicate virgin in the sense of a woman that had not had sexual intercourse. So I would think that they would be able to pick that up. Hmm. Uh, I suspect the devil picked up on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know what they would have thought. But there's enough there for them to understand it, I think. And one of the things, I have a few Catholic friends, and one of the, the phrases I've heard from them is this whole idea of the Immaculate Conception, mm-hmm. which um, the way I understand it is a little different than the virgin birth. The virgin birth is not saying, as we at Christian Church are not saying that Mary was sinless right. when, when she gave birth to Christ. Um, and, I, and I think that, is that what's being meant by the Immaculate Conception, that, that Mary was somehow sinless? Or, or do you have any understanding of, of that phrase or how that bears on this? Well, my understanding was that that's what they mean by that. That uh, I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. my understanding is that the Roman Catholic statement of Immaculate Conception is that Mary was without sin. Um, the I suspect the attempt there is to explain how Jesus could be sinless mm-hmm. uh, and yet be born of a woman who was, um, you know, a that's sinner it. like the rest of us. Right. Uh, I don't want to misquote the Roman Catholic folks. Sure. But that's my understanding of what they mean by immaculate conception. But we 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 don't hold to that here. We would say Mary was a normal, not normal. She was abnormal. She's amazing, but she was a sinner like all the rest of mankind who needed a savior and the baby that was inside of her would someday actually save her from her sins. That's right. And yeah. and that's the that's the miracle of of the whole virgin birth. Um explain a little bit because I, I read a lot in you know you had mentioned in other podcasts and things about how sin um started with Adam mm-hmm. and he was passed down. Um so why is it significant that Jesus did not have Adam in his genealogy? Well, and we don't know at least scripture doesn't tell us how that sin is passed down through the human race. We do know that God imputed Adam's sin to the rest of us. Adam is the, what you might say, the federal representative of humanity. He is the single point that unifies us all and in mm-hmm. some sense has authority. Uh, and that sin comes down through him. Um, does it come down through the um, the male sperm scripture doesn't say that uh, but it has according to scripture Romans 5.12 entered into the human race through one man <laughs> and therefore death spread to all men uh, when a fetus dies in the womb before birth it dies because of sin <laughs> uh, it hasn't had a chance to commit a transgression or yeah. to actually sin but the sin nature is imparted uh, into all of us uh, through Adam. And so for Jesus to be born of a man as a, with a father would him put him in the line of Adam, <laughs> and he would have a sin nature like everybody else. So the virgin birth uh, took Jesus is born not in the line of Adam. You know, God is his father. Not so there's Adam. no sin nature imputed to him. There's no sin that. nature yeah. imputed to him because he was not uh, of the line of Adam. Now, how did he be born by Mary uh, and not acquire it through Mary? We don't know that either, but evidently the Holy Spirit was able to, to Total mystery. against that. Yeah. Man, 
I just, I just think, you know, if, if I were to design a, a way to save the world, I think I, I surely would not have come up with God becoming man as a baby born in a manger. Well, no and, human being would. I mean, that, that is not an idea. It, it's not something you find in the, in the Greek myths. You know, this is the way that yeah. Zeus will save the world. You know, I, so, I kind of suspect Satan was su- surprised as well. I don't, mm. I don't, he would be the ultimate in terms of intellectual ability to fathom God's prophetic <laughs> words. From the time God said in Genesis 3.15, uh, the seed of the woman obviously not the man but the seed of the woman will crush your head Hmm. he was very attentive anytime God spoke uh, about those prophecies and I suspect of course I I don't know what Satan thought but I suspect he was caught off guard by it as well Hmm. it's kind of nice to know that God can uh, catch Satan off guard whenever he wants to well thank you very much Jerry okay